You are listening to Daily Grind episode 424 with Stephanie Mitchell. Today's episode is brought to you by Wix. Now, there's a lot of products and services that I bring you on the here on the Daily Grind to hopefully help you live a better life. But for me, Wix is something that I have actually used. If you go to dailygrindpodcast.com right now, you can check out the newly designed website that I built from scratch using Wix. This was the first site I ever created by myself because in the past, I've had to pay someone else to build it for me. I've had to go through that back and forth of asking for something different just to end up at the end really unsatisfied and having to put up with what I had. Using Wix allowed me to design and customize the site exactly how I wanted it. If you're super creative, you can design it from scratch. Or if you're like me, you can start with one of the amazing templates, which gives you a really solid base to build off of. And then from there, everything is automatically optimized, whether it's desktop or mobile. Honestly, it's just super simple to use, easy, and anything you don't know, there's support and videos there to help you. To make this even better, they have built-in SEO, so you don't need to be an SEO expert, or you don't have to hire someone and pay someone either in order for your business to get recognized online. Now, of course, I'm not just going to rave about this amazing product and not share it with you, so if you or someone you know wants to create an amazing website All you have to do is go to wix.com forward slash podcast to get started today for 10% off. Again, that is wix.com forward slash podcast. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Colin Morgan here. Today, as I mentioned, we're sitting down with Stephanie Mitchell. Stephanie is the founder of The Rolling Mat, a mobile yoga studio based in Atlanta, Georgia. Since the start of her mobile yoga adventure, Stephanie has been shaking up the yoga industry by providing well-rounded, community-driven yoga experiences outside of the four walls of a studio space. She is an effective yoga community leader, hosting large-scale events in Atlanta and beyond. Over the last few years, The Rolling Mat has gained substantial partnerships with large corporations such as Whole Foods, Keller Williams Realty, AT&T, and HealthSource Chiropractic in Atlanta by bringing in effective wellness programs through practice and lecture. Steph has traveled the world, bringing her creative pop-up studio and concepts to festivals, breweries, and other large-scale events. Today on the show, Stephanie shares her amazing entrepreneurial journey, how she's gotten to this point in her life. There is so much to learn from Stephanie. Be sure, as always, you have a pen, piece of paper, sit back, and really get into today's episode with Stephanie Mitchell. Well, Stephanie Mitchell, welcome to The Daily Grind. How are you today? I'm doing so very well. How about yourself? I am fantastic. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Of course. And uh, Stephanie, for some people listening, being first introduced to who you are, um, if you wouldn't mind just kind of speaking a little bit as to who you are and what it is that you do. Yeah, well, um, so I am born and raised uh, Atlanta native. So I grew up here, Atlanta, Georgia, my whole life. Um, I um, am a passionate wanderluster and uh, almond butter and coffee addict. So just some (laughs) personal information for you. Um, And I launched The Rolling Mat, which is a mobile yoga studio um, about five years ago now. And it has just completely 
uh, transformed into some really amazing um, things. And um, I launched it to really make the practice more accessible uh, to my community because there'd be so many people. I've always had a love for it. I've been practicing for over 10 years. So, yep. um, so many people would come to me and they would say, you know, I just, yoga is not for me. And every time I would ask why they would say, well, you know, I just, it's too hard. The classes are too fast. They would look on social media and they would see, you know, these crazy postures and, and, you know, teachers doing handstands off cliffs and things like that. And even though those things are awesome and beautiful, you know, I really wanted to bring it a little bit more, um, more foundational to them, you know, so that they can progress and that they can move forward because the practice has so many benefits. Um, so I became a mobile yoga leader really. Um, and I support now I support, um, yoga teachers and small businesses and corporations through the benefits and mindful practices of yoga and also through um, motivational speaking and business mentorship for heart-centered entrepreneurs. Wow. So how did this develop? Like, I know you started this five years ago, but w what were you doing before that? Yeah, yeah. So it's, um, it's quite a story. Uh, so... I went to college. I went to Kennesaw State uh, University here in uh, near right outside of Atlanta. And, um, you know, throughout college, I, I didn't really have a full solid foundation of what it was that I was going to be doing. I just knew that I liked to do a lot of different things. And I was constantly, you know, trying to figure out, you know, how to improve and how to be better and how to study better, how to you know, be a better uh, listener in class. And then, you know, also within my personal life and my relationships. And um, I found the yoga practice while I was in college and it just completely transformed my health and my mindsets, um, the way that I would breathe. Um, Cause you know, when you think about it, we breathe so often we take it for granted. We don't even think about it, mm -hmm. um, but there's actually like a whole science to it. Uh, and I just found it very intriguing because um, it, you know, the, the classes I would take would dive a little bit deeper into like the anatomy of the body. And the teacher that I had, she was a, a foundational teacher. Um, and I learned more about foundational yoga as I went through my training later on. Um, anyway, so it just really became a really big part of my life, a really big staple. And before I knew it, I was developing my own home personal practice, not even realizing this would be something that I would do uh, as a living. Um, so I graduated from college and I got a really great job, um, working for an academic honor society. Okay. And basically that society was an extension of career services. So in this job, I found, I really learned, um, how much I loved helping people and also how much I actually loved helping students because I was a college student with really no direction either. Um, and so through this job with the Academic Honor Society, I was able to assist students in finding direction, which was very rewarding for me. Um, and I also really developed a full-on love of travel um, through this organization, too, because I would go to colleges and I would speak at uh, career services events across the country. Okay, so, got you. Yeah, I was traveling everywhere. Um and then, so there even I was constantly, you know, like, how can I improve? How can I improve myself? How can I improve my speeches? How can I really improve my impact on these students? Um, and through that, you know, I developed a lot of uh, strategic, like mindful strategy for them, you know, clarity exercises, things like that. 
And then, um, unfortunately, I got laid off. And um, I realized pretty soon after that, that, um, you know, after having a few interviews of jobs that I could do in my sleep (laughs) and not really being, you know, hired on for any of them, I realized that corporate America wasn't really for me in terms of the nine to five. Um, And entrepreneurship runs in my family as well. So I actually had a really long conversation with my sister, who's been always been a very big inspiration to me. And, um, you know, we kind of sat down with a success journal and, you know, we kind of went over, well, you know, what have you loved doing? What has mm-hmm. been consistent? Um, you know, you, you want to travel, you don't want to be tied down to a desk, you know, things of that nature. And so yoga and helping people were always con- a consistent part of, of my life gotcha. uh, ever since I was really a kid. Um, and then travel really became <laughs> more consistent through the job that I had. So I definitely wanted to try to keep that going. So, um, you know, she, she, she said it, she was like, why don't you try to think about create, you know, creating a mobile yoga studio? And I was like, huh, that's interesting. So I actually went, I, you know, I was out of my job. I didn't have a job yet. So I have a best friend out in California. I went and stayed with him for a month and I marinated on this idea and I took yoga classes while I was out there. And I came up with the rolling mat and didn't really know, you know, what it was going to entail. So I came home, I got trained and like, while I was getting trained, you know, a lot of yogis in training, they have no idea what they're going to do when they come out of it. But the whole time I was in training, I was constantly thinking of how I could push forward and how I could be more than just an in-studio teacher. Yeah. And is that what you found through your your sort of research and looking at everything that there was a lot of yogis essentially out there who had a studio but there wasn't a lot who were willing to 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 travel to go to places yes yes um you know especially in atlanta yoga studios were popping up all over the place yeah so the the thing about it as i was going through my training and i was like you say i was doing my own research and things you know i really realized that um we're not taught in our training how to be an independent yoga boss Um, the only thing they really talk to you about is, you know, okay, you're going to probably teach, you know, a ton of classes and find the studio that you want to teach in, and then maybe you'll open your own one day. That's really the only option that they give you. And I remember that weekend that we, that we went over a little bit of like the look, cause really they only talked about the legality and the, um, insurance that you need to have. And I just remember thinking to myself, I'm like, there's a bigger and, and there, there's a bigger world out there for the yoga industry, you know? Yeah. Um, and yogis, you know, well, as any business owner, really, like, you know, it can be very overwhelming um, when you're thinking about, you know, taking something on the road on top of like not even really having a following or anybody, you know? Um, but I found my, my biggest success in just going out and being a real person and telling people what I was doing and showing them, you know, my genuine, my, my genuine nature and that I was really trying to impact communities, um, in really effective ways through wellness. I love that. So, so walk us through the early days. Cause you get this idea for rolling mm-hmm. mat, you're fired up, you know, that you want to start this business, but you know, we kind of all know all entrepreneurs know it doesn't start as fast as you want it to. So like walk us through the early days and maybe some things that strategically you did really well, which has kind of gotten you to this point. All right. Yeah. Well, early days while I was actually in training, um, 
I was working at a brewery okay. uh, part-time to, you know, for cash and, and yep. whatever. And, um, breweries bring, I don't know if you're too familiar with them, but they, they bring a very, um, interesting and diverse crowd. You know, it's a crowd that they're, they're into new things. They're into, they're even into wellness, you know, cause like a lot of breweries hold like five K's and things like that. Like you yep. run and then you get a beer and, and all that. So, I was kind of just doing my market research as a real person. You know, I had set up like my Facebook and my Instagram, but I didn't really know. I was kind of honestly a little bit timid. I didn't really know how to present myself, you know? Um, so the best things that worked for me were, you know, I knew that I wanted to teach outside of a studio. I wanted to take the yoga practice outside of the four walls of a studio. And I wanted to teach large scale community events. So I got to looking at the space that I was working in. They had ton of space. I was talking to the people and they, it basically got to the point where they were like, you know, if you did something like that, we would come, you know? Um, and just really getting the feedback from the public, like, Hey, this is what I'm doing. I'm in training right now, but I'm about to launch a mobile yoga studio. People's eyes would just be like, what? Like, what do you mean? You know? And at that time I didn't really fully know how to explain it. Cause I didn't know exactly what I was going to be doing, yep. but it was, it all came back around to helping other people and making the community, you know, better through this positive vibration of yoga, bringing it outside of the studio so that I'm seeing new faces every time and not the same, the same faces I'm impacting a wide variety of people. Um, and when I said that to people, they were like, well, that that's amazing. You know, um, so that's really kind of, you know, I guess grassroots marketing, <laughs> just kind of yeah. being getting out there and, and telling everybody what I was doing, because I find that to be most effective if you just consistently speak who it is that you are, you know, and what it is that you're doing in a genuine way. Um, people tend to resonate with that really well and tell your story, you know. Yeah, of course. What are some, you know, for people listening who, um, I mean, I'm sure everyone knows what yoga is, but maybe not a lot of people have practiced it themselves, or maybe they've dipped their toes in it, but what are, what have you found the real benefits of yoga in even say an entrepreneur's life? Hmm. I mean, I think the breath alone, um, and I'll tell you why, like the practice of breathing, um, I go to a lot of networking events and you get like your one minute, you know, or whatever to, to to explain who you are and what you do. And I, you know, I, I, I always started off in different ways, but the most effective way is I'll stand up and I'll just say, okay, everybody, I know that we've all been working real hard this week, working real hard today. And I always get a bunch of, "Mm -hmm," you know, from the (laughs) audience and I'm like, let's all take a deep breath in. And I watch them, I watch their chest as it expands. And I say, take a deep breath out. And I just see this like look of calm come over their face, like automatically with just that one breath. And then, you know, and then they smile because they're interested. They're like, what is this girl going to say after that? Like that was already pretty impactful and empowering, just taking a deep breath. Um, I do a lot of corporate, you know, I have a, I have a huge corporate branch and, um, I execute multi-level corporate wellness programs and, um, that, you know, before I start with a corporation, I always go in and, um, I provide like scorecards and I get a feel for what the employees are wanting before I 
put together a package. And yeah, and that's always that and, and meditation, breath and meditation and mindfulness. Yeah. Like mindful strategy tools are the top three. It's not even about the actual like stretching and stuff. Some people do want that. Yes. But it's more so about getting my head right getting the head in the game, getting my head back into this project because I'm so burnt out. I don't take time to breathe, you know? Um, so really, I mean, the breath, <laughs> I say, if you if you can look away from your computer screen for, you know, a minute and take three to five deep breaths, it's amazing the creativity that will just kind of launch out of that. It might just be a sentence for your social post or something, you know? But it's just that break and that mindfulness and that awareness of your own body yeah. um, that that people pull away from because they don't take time to do it you know so that's why I'm here <laughs> to remind you too well I can speak from experience so I actually my parents smart I, I was a as an athlete and I was a golfer mm-hmm. so a lot of golf has to do with sort of quieting your mind and yoga was perfect for that so my parents put me in private yoga lessons when I was young and oh, wow the one thing I did it for probably about six months, and I still say to this day it was the best, uh, best results I ever got were during those six months. And for some reason I stopped. But you know, always hindsight you look back. But it's interesting. Mm-hmm. The one thing that I've always taken with me was the breathing aspect, and it was amazing because I was hooked up to an oxygen machine, and it's amazing how the more oxygen you have in your body how much more flexible and clear of thought you are. Like it was so incredible. And just the the practice of not only breathing, but the proper way to breathe, like through your belly yeah. and pushing, because a lot of people will breathe up through their chest, but you hold a lot exactly. of tension in your belly. And just mm-hmm. those little things that I've taken with me, um, because as an entrepreneur, you face those same pressures that you would as an athlete. And I can say by experience that the breath is actually one thing that, that had really stuck with me after, I don't know, 15 years of me since I did it last. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's really amazing. I've, I've worked with athletes as some of my private clients before, and, you know, they run better, not just because they're more flexible, but because we, we talk about breath technique. Yeah. Um, and I remember when I was, when I was kind of starting this journey, uh, too, I was also a runner before and I would, I would pant, you know, and I would breathe. Yeah. But then once I started implementing some of the practices that I was learning, I'm like, wow, my endurance is just through the roof compared to what it was before. Cause you're actually, actually, you know, oxygenating your brain, mm-hmm. um, at a, at a, at a better rate. So I'm glad that you've experienced that. That's cause that's. That's definitely a very um, powerful uh, point of the process and of the of the practice. And sometimes it brings a lot of emotion out of people too because sure. they 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 realize they're like, wow, like I'm you know like you just feel more alive. And it's always music to a yoga teacher's ears. Anybody out there that's listening, when the yoga teacher says breathe and you breathe, like it makes me at yeah. least feel like I'm doing my job, <laughs> you know, in an effective way. So. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, a lot of people are listening, you know, have that sort of passion for themselves or wanting to to do what you did. You took something, mm-hmm. you were passionate about it, you created a business around it, you're able to do it full time and help so many people. For that person out there who's kind of on the fence, who like has that idea, but is unwilling or maybe a little nervous or fearful of taking that step. What would you say as an entrepreneur who has been through it? What, what would a piece of advice be to them? 
Hmm. Well, I would definitely say, so if you're, if you're out, if you're trying, if you're, sorry, if you're on the fence and you're really wanting to go for, you know, a dream and you like turning a dream into a reality and you're wanting to start a business, you're probably doing a lot of research. Um, and just from my own experience, I would, I would definitely want to stress to when you're out there doing research on other businesses, um, or your niche, or if you're on, especially social media, um, try to be more of a observer than an absorber. Mm. Um, because I've, I, I struggled with that a lot. Um, I fell into a lot of comparison wheels, Um, and I found also that, you know, my industry was a lot more competitive than I thought it would be. You know, you think yoga and you're like, oh, it's, you know, people are always like, you're a yoga teacher. You, you know, your job must be like totally stress-free. I'm like, well, at the end of the day, I'm a small (laughs) business owner, you know? So, um, I would just say, try to have that mind frame mindset when you're, when you're doing research, cause you definitely want to, and you want to do your reading and you want to see what's out there, but try not to fall into a comparison uh, type, uh, mindset, because it's just going to make you feel cruddy at the end of the day. Um, and I would also say, you know, write your own journey. Like the, the, the biggest help for me was again, when I, you know, talked with my sister and I started a success journal and I'm talking, like I went back to when I was my earliest childhood memory, um, helping my mom, like clean the house, (laughs) you know, like, Um, so if you can kind of think back on all of the accomplishments that you've had throughout your life and journal them and write your own journey, you'll see what you are actually like really capable of. Um, and you'll realize that you're capable of, of more than, more than you think. Like, um, I, I've developed the rolling mat. I'm I'm now a a small business mentor for other yogis and heart centered entrepreneurs, um, and looking back at my success journal, I realized I have like 10 years of experience in, in mentoring, like yeah. my friends, you know, and helping them find out their, you know, f- figure out their journeys and their destinations and things like that. So you really start to realize, cause you know, you fall into that comparison wheel and you fall into the whole, like, well, I don't have enough experience totally. for this. I'm not, I'm not trained. I, I need to go back and get more certifications. Like, no, that's typically not the case. Like if you can just harness in on all of your, um, strengths, you know, and also ask other people, you know, do a strength, strength exercise. Like, what are my strengths? Like, how do you feel about me when I walk in the room, you know, kind of thing. Um, you'll realize like, you don't need to go back and spend thousands of dollars on training. You've already got the training. Yeah. It's, it's more of a confidence thing I find with people, right? Like they get Mm -hmm. compared, they just lack the confidence. How important was the fact that you did have, you know, parents and and family who were entrepreneurs? Like how beneficial was that to you? Oh, um, I don't know if I would be where I am Mm -hmm. today without my family, you know? Um, my family's amazing. My mom and dad have always supported me. Um, and my sister, she's six years older than I am. And, you know, I watched her, she was, always, you know, overachiever, made really good grades, extracurricular activities out the wazoo. Like she was, she did a lot and, um, she was my hero, you know, growing Mm -hmm. up. And, um, I I will admit, you know, when I told my parents what I was doing, they kind of looked at me weird. They're like, 
what? But <laughs> I also kind of know it's a generational thing too, you know, cause you know, growing up, my dad was very much, you know, baby boomer. He was very much, you know, you find a job, you marry that job, that job takes care of you. You have that job for the rest of your life, blah, blah, blah. But he went through his own set of, you know, um, job loss and things, which made him turn to entrepreneurship, you know? Yeah. And, um, I just remember, you know, he told me, cause I, I told him when I was trying to get a corporate job, I was, I was like trying so hard cause I wanted to make myself and also my parents proud. You know, he looked at me one day and he was like, you're not meant to be in corporate America. Hmm. He was like, you know, you've, you're meant to do something else. You just got to figure out what that something else is. And then that mixed with all the clarity that I had with conversations with my sister. I mean it, yeah, they were really my go-to people. Cause you know, I didn't want to burden anybody else with, Oh, I don't have a job, you know? So, um, my family became my biggest support system and, and still are. And I've learned so much from my dad and from my sister who are both entrepreneurs. Um, you know, and my mom who was stay at home mom, but always creative, um, never a dull moment at home, you know? So yeah, yeah. Big, big shout out to my family, of course. Yeah. Sure. I think, I think that support system and I think for people who necessarily don't have that, like you have the ability now to find that. Like there's so many mm -hmm. people who are like you. There's there's support systems and groups and people who are going through the same thing, who are looking for the same thing you're looking for. And, and it's right out there. You just got to start looking for it and asking. And if you start to ask, then like they say, the universe starts to deliver, right? <laughs> exactly. Ask and you, you receive. Yeah. And be open for the receiving as well. You know, that's – and that's what I – going back to that comparison wheel, it's like, if you, if you follow that kind of mindset of like, you know, you work hard, the universe, you know, gives back, but sometimes you get stuck in like a, you know, if you, if you start being the absorber, then you start kind of having like that negative kind of mindset. So then you might be passing up opportunities that could really be beneficial for you. Yeah. So for people in the comparison wheel, cause I'm mm -hmm. sure a lot of people are, I was like, mm -hmm. is there some things that they can do to kind of get themselves out of that frame of mind? I mean, I think it really all goes back to knowing your own strengths and also writing a solid mission statement for yourself, not just so much like for your business, but for yourself. And it might, yeah. it's not something that you're necessarily gonna, you know, post on your website or on your social media. It's something that's personal that you can recite every morning. So that to me, for me has helped keep me on my journey because I see, you know, a lot of different things going on and a lot of people doing things that are similar to me. And, um, you know, it's very easy to be like, Oh, look at what they're doing. I want to like model that or whatever, but it's like, no, like that's not even part of my journey. Like I revert back to my mission statement and you know, like that's, that's what keeps me on a solid road. So I think just like being able to dig deep, doing a little bit of, you know, self-realization, um, and, and really harnessing what you're good at and knowing, you know, that like using that to excel, you know, and not trying to just, do something like someone else is doing because you think the, the verbiage is sounding good, you know, and telling your own story too, um, is yeah. super effective because people resonate. I've found like with the social media, you know, that was like one of my biggest stressors, 
but um, I've finally kind of gotten a hold of it and storytelling is, is huge. So, yeah, I love that. I think that's a great piece of advice because we all think of, you know, our mission statement in business, but right. know, who you are as a person is different from what you do. And I think when you disassociate and you realize that, then you can come up with those two mission statements. And the one that really matters is the personal one. Like the business one is great, but the one that really matters is the personal one to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Totally. Awesome, exactly. Stephanie. Well, uh, if people wanted to, to reach out, connect with you, learn more about what you do, where's the best place that everyone can go? Um, well, two places. You can go to my Instagram, um, at Roland Yogi. And there is the most up-to-date of all of the, you know, travel I'm doing, uh, my large-scale community events that I have. Um, and then my website, therollingmatadventure.com. Um, and that's where you'll find out more about my events, but also my mentorship program uh, and my corporate outreach as well. So my corporate wellness programs. Awesome. Well, I will share both those links to your website and also to follow along on our journey on Instagram. Um, just yeah. go to the show notes section of that page to make it super simple for everyone. And now, Stephanie, the way we end the show here on The Daily Grind is we're going to give you the floor and you have the opportunity today to share with our audience the thought of the day. So one thing or one thought you can all go home with today. Okay. Um, so there's that quote that says, it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. Um, I personally prefer a quote that I recently found actually by Drake that says, sometimes it's the journey that teaches you a lot about the destination. Hmm. So in saying that, uh, I'd like to tell listeners that you have to have a destination and allow that destination may change, you know, and, and take different shape. And, and, um, you know, you never know depending on the journey, but you need to carve out the journey for yourself to an actual solid destination, or you're kind of just going to aimlessly be driving around on the same road over and over. Um, so I, I think that clarity on destination and then allowing the journey to, you know, be the process that rolls, rolls it out, rolls everything out and gets you to that destination. Um, you might take a right instead of a left sometimes and that's okay. But, um, yeah, I think having a solid foundation, um, with any, you know, small business venture or anything that you're doing is, is very crucial and important to your success completely agree and as you can see from this interview everyone success is driven by passion hunger and today understanding what your destination is everyone has to overcome obstacles everyone has a story start building yours today today we have the chance to speak with the Roland yogi stephanie mitchell stephanie thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule and coming on the show here with us today Thank you so much for having me. The pleasure is all ours. And everyone, if you enjoyed today's episode, be sure you subscribe to the podcast. Drop us a comment. We'd love to hear your thoughts. We'll be back here tomorrow with another epic interview. Until next time, Colin Morgan signing off. And always remember to keep on grinding. Yeah.